Good evening, everyone, coming to you once again on a lovely, somewhat late this week, Thursday night. And yes, this is a special edition of our Thursday night Chumash year. We are broadcasting from an undisclosed location a little bit later than our regular time. Uh, there was Bar Hashem a Simcha tonight in WhatsApp land, and uh, that bumped our regular Chumash year out of its regular slots. And... Uh, Hard to think about going into Shabbos without getting together for a little bit of Chumash. So we are going to get together for a bit of Chumash. It's late. We have to let everybody get back to their Shabbos preparations. And that includes getting a little bit of sleep tonight so we can get back to our Shabbos preparations tomorrow. But a few brief words, perhaps, and thoughts about Parshas Shemini before we call the night over here. Um, so Shemini, Shemini begins exactly where Tzav leaves off. And as we're getting ready for the big day, we're getting ready for... What seems to be opening day, the question is, is it really opening day in the Beis HaMikdash? Vayibayimashamini, the eighth day after the seven days of Miluim. The seven days where Moshe was bringing Karbanis and Aaron Akain every day is the recipient of a Karban, Aaron and his sons. And after seven days of Moshe sort of showing the Kaihanim the ropes and showing them what the Avod is going to look like, and the Mishkan Rashi tells is, Erected and disassembled every single day. We have Vayibayimashmini, the eighth day, where Aaron Akain gets to be Makrif for the first time. Aaron gets a, a piece of the action over here, gets involved, and he brings Karbanis. And we have something that prefaces Aaron Akain bring Karbanis for the first time. And the whole slew of Karbanis that Aaron brought, he brought special Karbanis for the Yamashmini. And there was the, of course, we know it was Reish Chaydesh that day. There was the Si Reish Chaydesh. There was the Karbanis of Nachshon, who was the first Nasi. There was the Karban Tamid. And then Aaron's personal Karbanis for Kapara. He brought a power for the Chayda Ego. Okay, before all that, though, before any of the Karbanis are brought, so Pasuk says like this. We are in Perak Tess over here. Pasuk Aleph. First Pasuk of the, uh, of the Parsha. Was on the eighth day, i.e. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, after the seven days of Miluam, seven days of practice and preparation. Moshe calls Aaron and his sons, that's the Lazar Yisam or Nadav and Israel, he also calls the elders, the Zekanim. Not Gans Klaisrol, not every member of Klaisrol, but the Zekanim, the elders, the Sanhedrin, the Dayanim, the elders of Klaisrol, the Chachamim, that's what he calls. Why is he singling them out? Why is Moshe calling the Zekanim as his intro, as his warm-up and getting ready for Yom HaShemini? Well, why, why is he calling this game? So Rashi tells us, this is Rashi, Lizik Nesrael, I have in front of us, if anyone wants to synchronize over here, I have right in, now in front of me actually the, the big blue stone art scroll edition English Hebrew Chumash, and in my uh, big blue stone art scroll Hebrew English Bumper volume. It's page 588. We have Rashi here, the right-handed column of Rashi. We have the third line of Rashi telling us, Ulezikne Yisrael. Moshe calls the Zikne Yisrael. Lashmiyam. Why did the Zikne Yisrael have to be present right before Aaron brings Karmans for the first time? Well, what are these opening remarks that Moshe is delivering to them? Lashmiyam to inform them, says Rashi, Shalpiyah, Dibur, Aaron, Nichnas, Umeshamish, Pekuhuna, Gedoyla, that by divine decree, is Moshe, I'm sorry, is Aaron being 
consecrated, being inaugurated, and being broken into the job, is through divine decree. The Rebbein himself ordered this. Less people say that Aaron is doing this on his own, that Aaron walked in on his own. So, um, in order for people to not be able to say that Aaron HaKoyen was me'el of Nishma, says Rashi, took the job on his own, just kind of, you know, decided one day that he was going to be the Kohen Gadol. So for people not to say that, Moshe is gathering the Zekanim. Interesting. The Zekanim. Rashi's telling the Zekanim that Aaron's not doing this on his own, on his own this is coming from the Rebbein Shalom. So, at first glance, it seems, you know, pretty standard, pretty reasonable. But let's ask a few questions over here. And uh, some questions, immediate ones, and some questions that we have to turn back a little bit. But something peculiar seems to be going on over here. So first of all, if you have to tell people, you have to like anticipate an argument that maybe Aaron is Me'elov Nichna, says Rashi. You know, the argument is over here. That Moshe is coming to anticipate and preempt is that don't say that Aaron walked in on his own. Aaron just decided that he, you know, he woke up one day and says, "Yeah, I'm going to be the kind Gadol." Decided to, to uh, just nominate himself. So if that's a if that's a uh, possible a possible attitude over here that's going on in Klaistral, why are we only gathering the Zakanim? Why are we only telling the Zakanim that it's as the next pasuk says? Um, Not the next pasuk, but several pasukim later. It's all coming from Hashem. But it's so important to address this and preempt it. And and people are really going to be thinking this way. So why are we only gathering the Zakatim? I mean, all of Kleisrael needs to be told that Aaron is not doing this on his own. Uh, all of Kleisrael needs to hear that Aaron is not Me'el of Nichnas. All of Kleisrael needs to know that it's Al-Piyadibur, says Rashi, through divine decree. Why are we only gathering the Zakatim? to deliver them this message. So that's an obvious and immediate question that's bothersome that has to be asked. And now if we walk backwards to Parsha's Tzav, things become, like as we said, stranger and more peculiar. Let's pause to make a bracha. Look back now at Parsha's Tzav. And the funny thing is, in Parsha's Tzav, we already had this. We really already had this in Tzav, this business of making sure everybody knows that this is coming from divine decree. And in Sav, we're actually addressing all of Klaistral. So the plot kind of thickens over here. And perhaps the plot is getting so thick it may even be coagulating. Let's see over here what it says in Parsha's Sav. This is Pereches, well, last week's Parsha. Vaidabra, Pesach, Olive, Pereches, Pesach, Vaidabra, Hashem, Amosha, Lamor. Kachas, Aaron, Vesbon, of Itoi, Vesbon, of Hashem, and Amishcha. Take Aaron and the sons, the Begadim, the Hashem, and Amishcha. The cow, two sheep, the Aesal Hamatzo's basket full of matzo. The Aeskol Haeda Hakel. And the entire congregation you shall gather together. Kol Haeda. So here we don't have the Zikanim. Here, one parsha ago, we have something very similar. And again, Moshe being told to gather everybody together, but this time he's gathering the entire congregation. Gans Kleistro. Gather the entire nation, the Gansa Klal to where? To the Pesach Oyomayid. Gather them all together. 
Why is he, why is he gathering Kalei Yisrael together over here? Says Rashi. Well, first we have to read the next Pasuk. This flows directly to the next Pasuk. Vayas Moshe Kasher Tziva Hashem Oisoy. So Moshe listens to God. Vatika Lo Eidah Pesach Hayamayim. The nation is gathered together by the Pesach Hayamayim. Vayim Moshe Lo Eidah. Zeh Adavar Shet Tziva Hashem Lasayis. What we're about to do, Hashem told me to do this. Again, coming based on divine decree, divine word, Hashem's direct and divine instructions. And we want the whole congregation to hear that. We want the whole nation of Klaisel to hear this. Says Rashi, Pasuk Hey, Zeadabar, Devar Meshatiru Shani Oisel Lefnechem Tzivani Koshbarchu Lasois. Everything you're about to see, says Moshe to Klal Yisrael, the entire nation. Hashem directly commanded me to do. Va'al Toimru, don't say, Lechvaydi v'lechvayd achi ani oisa. Don't say this is all for my glory, my honor, and my brother's honor. Don't say that I'm just doing this for myself. Don't say it's nepotism. Don't say it's egotism. Don't say it's egoism. It's no isms. It's all coming from the Rebbeinu Shalalim. It's from Hashem. It's not for my honor and my glory. It's not for my brother's glory. Okay, so now we have a, a really big problem over here. We have, it seems, essentially the same thing twice. That Moshe is being told to have everybody present and to make sure they know that this is not... Uh, coming on their own, this is not independent, this is not something that they're just like kind of, you know, a bunch of pirates and bandits that are that are doing this on their own. No, this is divine decree. We have this in Sav, and we have this in Shemiti. And in Sav, we're telling this to Klaisro, and Shemiti, we're telling this to, to the Zakanim. And why here to the Klaisro, and there to the Zakanim, why there to the Zakanim, and, and here to Klaisro, why not here to everyone, why not there to everyone, and why do we have this twice? Why do we have this twice? And if you're going to give a message like this, yeah, buddy, give it to everybody. Klaisel and Zekanim. Zekanim and Klaisel. What's going on? Something very strange is happening over here. Again, Tzav and Shemini, which are back-to-back. Tzav, we have this is in the beginning of the, of the Miluim. Shemini's on the eighth day. Okay. We have essentially the same message twice, that we're not doing this on our own. This is coming from the Rebbein Shalom. And here it's being addressed to everyone, and there it's being addressed to the Zekanim. My high dikamon. We did it already. A- we already gathered everyone together, and we anticipated this argument. And why are we doing it again? B and C, why only to the Zikanim? The same seemingly identical message twice. So the Emmas is like this, Rabbi Say. Here's where we gotta be oh so careful and oh so attentive. The Emmas is if we look carefully, it's not the same message twice. It's two different messages going at. Two different things were being said over here. One thing was being said to the congregation, to the Kol Ha'edo. There was one argument anticipated over there. And when we address the Zakanim, we're addressing a different argument, actually. If we look carefully and closely and compare and contrast the two sources, we shall find that they're, in fact, not 100% the same. And, in fact, 100% not the same. Let's look again. What am I should tell Klai So this is in Shmini. Again, going back to Shmini, where, the, where this was, uh, I'm sorry, Tzav, last expression, Tzav. Rashi says that when we address Klai Yisrael, we're telling them, everything that you're about to see Hashem commanded me, don't say I'm doing it for my own glory, my own honor. No, I'm doing it based on divine instruction. Not for my glory and my honor. 
So when we're addressing Klaistral, what we're um, understanding that they're thinking, and what we need to address, oh, they're thinking that Aaron, Maisha did it for his glory, for his honor, and Aaron's honor. That's a Klaistral thing, that's a Klaistral to hear that, no, that's not what's happening. In Shemini, the words covered honor are never mentioned. Glory is never mentioned in Shemini when we're commanded, when Moshe is gathering the Zikne Yisrael, the elders, we don't hear anything about honor, in fact. We don't hear anything about glory. Honor and glory never mentioned. Let's look again at the Rashi over here in Shemini and see something eye-opening and jaw-dropping over here in Shemini Perktes. Again, this is Perktes. The very first passage was Zikne Yisrael. He's there to tell them that it's based on divine decree that Arna Khan is going in. The law Yamru may a love Nichnas, they shouldn't think that Arna is going in on his own. There's nothing about covet over here. It doesn't say they shouldn't think that he's doing it for Aaron's covet. That Moshe is doing it for Moshe's covet. They shouldn't think that Aaron walked in on his own. Okay, so the Ilam out there in WhatsApp land may be thinking. Well, if he's doing it on his own, why else is he doing it? He must be doing it for his glory, for his honor. Maybe yes, maybe no. That's debatable. But what's not debatable is here Rashi doesn't say anything about covet. When Rashi wants to talk about covet, he says it straight out, black and white in, in Sav. He says that what we told Klai Israel is don't think I'm, we're doing it for covet, for honor, for glory. Here Rashi, Zokt, Kain, Vort, Vegan, Covet. Zokt, Kain, Vort. Doesn't say anything about covet. Nothing about honor. And it's all just about, don't say Aaron's walking on his own. That's what we're telling the Zekanim. It seems, Rabbi said, we follow this thread. The Zekanim are nothing in terms of covet. The Zekanim just have to be told a simple, direct idea. Don't think that Aaron took it on his own. And that's clearly what they would have thought, that Aaron took it on his own. But we're not telling them that Aaron's taking it for his honor, for his covet. Rather, they don't think Aaron took it on his own. Kleiser is the one that's thinking that Aaron's taking it on his own. So, something is afoot. Something is clearly afoot because they are two slightly different messages, as we see clearly. And this is the giveaway, actually, as to why Kleiser and, and Nassim are being addressed, uh, the are being addressed separately. And the giveaway as to what's going on. So, so let's take that one more step. Kleiser has to be told that Aaron didn't take this for his own covet. Which means... What's Kleiso thinking? That, that Aaron's doing it? Yes, for his covet. And Moshe's doing it? Yes, for his covet. Kleiso needs to hear that. Because Kleiso has one issue with Aaron being appointed to Kain Gadol and Moshe, parenthetically, being appointed to the Melech. What's their issue? Their issue is Mehechatesi. Who says we need a Kain Gadol? Who says we need a Melech? Who says we need a manhig? The attitude of Kleisos at Sibor, as the flock, as the Tzayim Kadoshim, that's being led, is who says we need a leader? We're fine, we're great. We're, we're just fine on our own without leadership, without someone grabbing the reins. Sheep need a shepherd. Bees need a queen bee. And... Um, I guess geese need that one goose that's at the front of the triangle over there. Somehow they decide which goose gets to be at the front of the triangle. Okay. Geese need the vertex goose. We can call that goose. And dogs need the top dog. Everyone else is the underdog. And 
Sheep need the shepherd. No, we're not sheep. We're not goldfish. We're not dogs. We're not geese. We're Yidin. We're Klai Yisrael. Who says we need a leader? Who says we need a manik? And if that is extended, if I'm not really convinced that we need a manik, that we need like a leader who's going to be the kind Gadol over everyone, the Melech over everyone, and I see someone's being appointed that position, nevertheless, you know what I start to think? Ah! He's a covered macher, a covered mensch. He needs covered. Because if I don't see the necessity, I don't see the necessity of the appointment altogether, then I tell myself, this guy is doing it for his own covet. Not doing it for Ernstkeit, not doing it Lashem Shemaim. He's doing it for his own covet because I don't fully instinctively grasp the need for someone to lead, someone to guide. If I don't get that, then my Ayn Ra tells me it must be that he's doing it for his own covet. That's what Moshe needs to address. Moshe needs to tell Klai Yisrael you guys, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking it's for some covenant because you're a kshay if you're an kshay if you're a nation that thinks that they're, you know, you guys are a bunch of Tesla cars. You're a bunch of Google self-driving cars. You're all self-driving. That's what you guys think. You're fine and dandy with Adamanic. You, you, you feel confident. You see things work. You see you're able to get into a groove. You don't need a manic. And therefore, you're going to suspect that I'm doing this for my glory, my honor, and Aaron's honor. No, the whole thing's up here, Dibor. You got to understand HaKosh Baruch knows more than you guys, and Hashem understands more than you guys. And the need for leadership is a basic one. The need for a Hanhaga, to have a manhig, someone who is running the show, steering the boat, and and piloting the locomotive, is a real need. Someone's really got to do this job. Someone has to be a manhig. There's no such thing as, as a Kleist or that a manhig, as, as smart as you guys are, and as equipped as you are, and as well endowed as you, as everyone is with the brains, all your kaiches and all your skills, Klaisel needs a manik. There has to be a mamuna who's going to guide everyone. And that's the Alpiyat Dibor. Zaks Nish, don't say that it's for my glory and, and my brother's glory because you're coming from a place where you don't really believe in the necessity for leadership. It says, Maisha, it's Alpiyat Dibor, there's got to be a leader, there's got to be a guide. Good. That's what we have to tell Klaisel. Now we cut sideways. To what we tell the Zakanim, this is now the beginning of this Xparsha, Shmini. We tell the Zakanim, we get the Zakanim together to tell them, says Rashi, Lo Don't think that Aaron is just going in on his own. Don't think that Aaron decided on his own that he's going to be kind Gadol. It was self promoted, self appointed, and self proclaimed. No, no, no. It's Apidibur. The Rebunshan selected him as kind Gadol. And if he said, Haloi Dabrahu, it's interesting. That we're not telling this game. Don't think that he's doing it for his own covet. His vice says they don't think it's for his own covet. Kleisrol, they're the ones that thought that, that, that it's for their own covet. It's nepotism. It's egotism. The Nassim aren't, the Zakanim rather aren't being told that. And it seems to parents that they're not being told that because there's no real concern that they feel that it's for covet. Why is there no concern by, when it comes to this game that's for covet? The terrorist is Pashat. The Zakanim are already leaders. There are people that are already in leadership capacity by virtue of the fact that there's a Canaan. Even they're coming to them for Piske Halacha, for rulings, for clarity, for guidance, for Das Torah. For their world, words, pearls, and nuggets of, 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 of wisdom, insight, and guidance. Kleiso is coming to them. 
The Zakinim are already in a position, each one on his own, of leadership. They're already leaders. So they certainly get the necessity for leadership. And why it's a, an integral component of what makes Klaisal functions is, yeah, there's got to be leaders. They don't suspect that this is, a, this is for covet. They don't suspect that Moshe and Aaron are doing this for covet. Because they understand the necessity of leadership. They understand that Klaisal has to have a manik. They themselves are manigim. They don't think this is damn, nepotism, egotism. They already are one step ahead of Klai Yisrael, the Hamaynam, and they, they truly grasp the need for a manhig. That they get on their own. Elamai, what is their issue? What is their problem? Fakir. Due to their acute grasp of the need for a manhig, the need for leaders within Klai Yisrael, and the fact that they themselves are already in leadership positions, they now have a different issue, which is Mehechatesi should be Aaron. Not Mehechatesi should be a leader, but Mehechatesi should be Aaron. We're just as cut out. We're just as suitable for being leaders. Yes, Abadaklaiso needs a leader. We're just as cut out. We're just as capable of being leaders as Aaron. Just as capable of doing that job. So why should that have to be Aaron? Why isn't it us? Ah, may Elav Nichnas. It must be that Aaron just got there first. He chapped the Rhine. It was a power grab. Well, if it's a power grab and he chapped the Rhine, maybe we can chap it back. Maybe we can make our own power grab. If it's something that Aaron was just may Elav Nichnas, that he took it on his own. Again, note, it's very clear in the Rashi. Their taina is not that maybe Aaron uh, is doing it for his own honor. No. Klaisel needs leaders, but who said Aaron is the one that has to be the leader? Aaron just decided to nominate, nominate himself to be that leader, but not that the, 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 the need for the leader itself is unnecessary. About it's certainly necessary, but Aaron appointed himself. He just grabbed it. He chapped it. We could have done the same thing. And you know what? Maybe we will do the same thing. That's what we need to address over here, and that's what has to be addressed differently than Klaisel. Don't say that Arnakayin did it on his own. No. Arnakayin's appointment is also a pidibur. The fact is, Arnakayin, none of you, Hashem made that decision, Hashem made that call. And again, we need to tell that to the Zakanim. So two different uh, problems have to be addressed, two different issues, two different uh, um, tainas over here. And each one has to be addressed differently. And that's Klaizo being addressed in Shmini, and the Zakanim being addressed, I'm sorry. Klaiso being addressed last week's parasha in Sav, and this came being addressed in this week's parasha in Shmini. And Rabbi said the lessons for us are so clear. Sometimes we have the Taina of Klaisrael in Sav, sometimes we have the Taina of Zakanim in Shmini. Sometimes we go one way, sometimes we go the other way. And the Torah is giving us the preemptive medicine and clarity, perspective, to make sure that we start to drift one way or the other to get ourselves straightened out. You know, sometimes we do feel, ah, who needs leaders? We need a manig. needs to be the rov, the ruv. Tell me what to do. The paisik, the dayan, the mar, the astra, the local authority, tell me what to do. I, I, I'm fine on my own. You don't need someone telling us what to do. No, that's not true. Kla Yisrael needs a roya. We need a manig as well in that as we are with towering intelligence. And as a kufi are with our own seichel and insights, there's got to be someone who is 
leading and guiding. And when we see that leader, Chas V'Shalom to think to ourselves, ah, he's just a covet macher, he needs covet, he's looking for covet, no, he's doing a, a thankless job in fact. He's doing an unenviable job of having to lead and having to guide, and it's necessary. Klaiyisol needs that, as 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 smart, intelligent as all of us are. We can have a community that everyone's tamidi chacham, everyone is in the light, everyone has gone through shas and paiskin, but someone's got to be there to lead and to guide. And we have to be makabel that. And when we see that leader, we see that manig, we see him ba'ayin toiva, not doing it for covet, he's doing it because it's necessary. And and sometimes we're leaders ourselves. And we see someone who's in, 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 in charge. And we say to ourselves, you know, is he doing a better job than I could do? I could probably do the same job. Just as good if not better. And you know, maybe sometimes we're right. Maybe sometimes we're right. But, we say, HaKadosh Baruch is HaKadosh Baruch is the Melech HaKavod and HaKadosh Baruch is the one that gives out the shtelers. HaKadosh Baruch is the one that gives out the positions. And why them and not us? Lavdavka because they're better than we are at it. Lavdavka because they're more equipped to do it. But that's Hashkacha Pratis. And it's our job to be Makabalmanik even when we ourselves royal, are, are ourselves royal Lakach. And we ourselves may be Manikim in other areas. Again, all, uh, all authority is ultimately an extension of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's authority. This is Farmakadashim tell us this. And it's not necessarily contingent on them being the smartest, the best, the bravest, the quickest. It's about HaKadosh Baruch Hu being Masavavasi, moving things around. And this is the person who's supposed to be the Manic right now. And our job is to be Makabal the Manic, even if we feel, you know, I don't know why he's any better than I am. It doesn't make a difference. There's got to be Someone that sets the tone, someone that directs. It's our job to, not just to shell to, not just to follow suit, but to help him, to support him. Give him our support. Help him do his job better. Be one of those people that promotes him instead of trying to undermine him. You know, there's a, a famous story in the Mir Yeshiva when it was time to, uh, nominate not dominate, to inaugurate the new Shiva. Chaim Shalom is becoming the new Shiva. And there was a lot of mutterings behind the scenes in the mirror. There were a number of Yingalites that felt, you know, Chaim Shalom is becoming Yeshiva. We, 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 we can be Russia Yeshiva also. We're just as good if not better. And they decided they were going to stage a protest. And the way it worked in the mirror is that when they made a new Shiva, many Yeshivas are like this. The, the, Actual inauguration is done through the yeshiva getting up and giving a sheer klali, uh, a sheer for the entire yeshiva. And a few of the mere younger light decided, you know what? We're gonna stand. We're gonna as soon as he gets up to deliver a sheer, we're gonna stage our walkout. We're gonna make a protest. We're gonna get up and walk out of the room. Yeah, things were fiery and feisty. They tur- got up from their seats, turned around to walk out the door. Walked, uh, got up and walked to the door, and there was Rabbi Rucham Lavavitz. Barring and blocking the doorway, standing there so they couldn't get out. And they stood there. Everybody looked at them. They looked at everybody else. They couldn't walk out. And sheepishly, they turned around and went back to their seats. They went back to their seats. And Rabbi Sai, Rabbi Sai, the um, notion in leadership, again, is it's not always about 
who's the best, who's the, who, who's the smartest, who's the quickest. The, in, 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 in the Mir Yeshiva, in, in any given Yeshiva, the Bar Hashem, we're gebenched with so many brilliant people. It's, sometimes it's propriety, sometimes it's protocol, but it's always providence. It's always the Yad Hashem. And our job to promote and and profess our our, our allegiance and, and promulgate the 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 position of the manig and the chasshol never to undermine them, undermine their authority, but to help them do their job and help everyone realize that yes, there's got to be guys, there's got to be direction, there's got to be leadership, and this is why it's again it's this Canaan. Getting back to the Rashi again, they have to be told that we're not doing this. That because that's again what they're thinking, what they're what's on their minds, and that's what we're anticipating over there. That since we're just as equipped, we can do it just as well. He obviously just walked in. No, it's Al Pidibur, and these are the uh, putting the Rashi together with in Sab with the Rashi and Shmini. Very nice insights over here. Okay, as we said, the hour is quite late, Rabbi Say. So wishing everyone a good Shabbos and. Um, it should be a Geshmaka Parsha Shmini, Geshmaka Parsha's Paro, and an amazing Shabbos Mizashem will get together again next week. Everyone should be well. Bye bye.